You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, welcome to Comeback City, where we explore Detroit's past, present, and future. Today, we are talking about the holidays and some super fun places to visit downtown. I'm Linda Shepard. With me today is my co-host, Ed Brohard. And we also have a guest today, Scott Myers from Broadway in Detroit. Hi, Ed. How you doing? I'm good, Linda. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm okay, Linda. How are you? Great. Hi, Scott. Nice to have you on again. Hi, Ed. Thanks. It's good to be back. Yeah. Last time we talked to you, you did kind of an overview of what Broadway in Detroit uh, has coming up for people here. Uh, and I think you're going to talk about some new things that are coming, too, today. So Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's coming up? Um, so, you know, it's... This year's a little weird, a little weird, <laughs> a little bit different for us. We uh, we don't have a holiday show happening at the theater, so we're actually kind of quiet, which is nice for our staff. They get a a holiday off get for a break. change, but yeah, but we are we are super busy because we currently have, I believe it's twelve shows that are on sale right now, or oh, eleven, wow. eleven or there's so many uh that are on sale right now um which is a lot for us it's a lot that is amazing um, i couldn't believe how yeah. big the lineup was that yeah. is crazy yeah so we have a lot of shows that are on sale right now and we have a uh, two shows that will be going on sale um in early 2020 um along with we'll be getting ready to announce our next season so we have a lot a lot coming up so we're pretty excited about that so what's coming up first um Coming up uh, in our season, coming up at the Fisher. What, what's the first uh, on the show. list? Yeah. So the next show that we have coming up um, is going to be a Bronx Tale the Musical. That's oh, okay. The Chaz Palminteri story. It was, you know, it's a movie. It was a play that was here. Um, I got probably over ten years ago, um, but now it's coming back as a as a musical. He took it, um, and with some uh, help from some Broadway name, big Broadway. Uh, choreographers and lyricists and music, uh, they put together a musical for it. So that's going to be here um, January 21st through February 2nd. At the Fisher? That's at the Fisher Theater. And then uh, we also are bringing back the 50th anniversary tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. And that's going to be that's going to be at the Detroit Opera House, uh, February fourth through the ninth. Oh, fine! So that is if you saw if you saw the TV, the live television. Oh, version that was of recent. Jesus yeah, that was on recently. The one with John Legend, right? Yeah. Yeah. With John, yep. Um, mm-hmm. This is not exactly that, but it's similar. It's done in the same style. It's sort of modeled after that. Okay. Uh, that production. So, um, yeah, but that will be a full stage production um, at the Detroit Opera House. It's going to be great. Um, and while that is at the Detroit Opera House, um, over here at the Fisher, we have a one night show with Mandy Patinkin in concert um, with Adam Ben David on the piano. Very wow. exciting, yeah. And that is here for one night only on February 6th. So oh. that's the Thursday night. Um, and then after that, we've got a really a kind of a cool play um, for us. It's, it's a play and it's a um, it's kind of cool for us because it's it's a small show called The New Colossus that's coming to Music Hall. And oh, it's that's written the by Tim, Tim Robbins, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's written by Tim Robbins and his group, The Actors Gang. Mm-hmm. And they wrote a play that's very um, relevant right now. It's um, The New Colossus is uh, the stories of 12 immigrant families and their, uh, their, their stories of how they came to the United States and how they got here and their story of their struggles getting here and their their struggles living 
in the United States with their goal of be, uh, of you know becoming citizens here. So it's a pretty um, relevant, very moving show. And then the cool thing about that show is um, not only is it relevant, but after every performance, and we only have uh, it's only here for February 14th through the 16th. Um, after every performance, the cast will will come out and they'll talk to the audience about the subject matter. So there's a talk back after every show, oh. which is very cool. We don't that, that doesn't happen very often. Interactive, for us. yeah. Fabulous. Do any of the cast have immigrant backgrounds themselves, or? Yeah, they do, and I don't have that information in front of me, <laughs> but they do. They yeah. absolutely do. So oh, they, yeah. yeah, that makes it so, even uh, yeah that, better. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we go from kind of a serious play to much more fun and uh, bright uh, production of Char- uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, um, that will nice. be at and that will be at the Opera House February 18th through March 1st. That does sound um, like fun. Yeah. The cool thing about that, we actually have a family night um, for that show. So for kids, a family night yeah. is Wednesday, February 19th. Um, and with our family nights, uh, there'll be pre-show activities in the Opera House lobby starting at 6.15 uh, for kids and families. And we have a special price. So you can get kids free with the purchase of an adult ticket at full price um, with the code FAMILY. And that's at the at the Fisher Theater box office. You can buy those or you can buy them at the Detroit Opera House. Or if you go to our website at broadwaydetroit.com slash family night, um, you can find out all the details of the information on there and you can order tickets online. Oh, I'm going to have to alert my kids and grandkids that to that. That sounds they like will, so much They will fun. love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's a great way. You know, we've been doing the family nights now for several years, uh, either family nights or kids nights. And it's a great way to... You know, introduce young uh, your young family members to theater, yeah. and we always recommend this show for five and older. Um, but it's a great it's a great experience, and it's a great way to do it, and it's an affordable way to bring your family to the show. What um, a great idea! And yep, and then we've got uh, the Naked Magicians, which is not a family show. Please <laughs> 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 uh, do. That is going to be at the Music Hall, uh, March 6th through the 7th. Um, and that's the, these uh, two guys, uh, Wayne and Mike, or Christopher. I'm sorry, Christopher, Wayne, and Mike Tyler uh, from Australia. And they've got a two-man magician show, magic show, and they are naked. And it's <laughs> silly fun um, for adults. Uh, yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, and it's a, we're going to have, we don't have them set up yet, but we will on our website here in the next week or so, um, we'll have girls night out packages, wow. um, with some of our local restaurants. <laughs> well, Aussie and, humor so. is a, yeah. uh, one of a kind thing. So yeah. that, that should be wonderful. Wow. Yeah. So that would be a great girls night out. Um, or guys, depending on the guys. Uh, <laughs> night out. Uh, and then um, we come back to the Fisher uh, March 10th through the 15th with the return of Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, boy. Um, Classic. Here at the Fisher, which actually opened it's at the Fisher Theater. Where it World started, yeah. 19- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in 1967. So just like oh. uh, Hello, Dolly was, yes. had its world premiere here. Yeah, and it was really um, nice. It was really nice at Hello, Dolly a few weeks ago when... Uh, uh, they the actor announced it at the end and, and made a, a special point of mentioning how it had come home to its origin. Yeah, that was that very is cool. Nice brings a yeah. So full so Fiddler will be returning um, back for one week. Um, ticket sales for that show they're on sale now and they've been selling really really well. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the big show of our season, which is going to be Dear Evan Hansen, and that will be here at the at the Fisher, March twenty fifth through April fifth. Um, right now, tickets aren't on sale for that show. They're going to go on. We're, we're going to announce the on sale date right after the new year. So um, they'll go on sale in January, but we haven't announced the date yet. But one thing I do want to make note about that, since we're talking about that show and we're talking about buying tickets and holidays and things, is that people are going to go online and they're going to find, see that tickets are on sale for that show. They're going to see websites that have it for sale. And if a website has multiple performances of Dear Evan Hansen, like you go to it and it looks like it's like a ticket sales site and you can, they have multiple shows listed, I would not trust it because we, our only authorized sales uh, is through Ticketmaster. That's where we sell our tickets. If you go to a site and it looks sort of like it's got multiple shows for sale, 
I use extreme caution. Really? There are some websites out there that are selling tickets right now for Dear Evan Hansen, and we haven't really even printed any tickets for the show. Oh, um, so they might be yeah, bogus, so, totally? Oh. What was that? They might be bogus, or right. that they're just Absolutely. Yeah, a scam. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they could be, and like, uh, there's a website called DetroitTheater.org, um, which sounds like it should be a legitimate website, but yeah. we have had so many problems really? with that, that okay. website. Yeah, that is not... That's good to know. That's not a website that's organized by anybody in Detroit. It's actually, when we've done research, when we've tried to reach out to them, we've ended up calling a place in, um, in the UK. So that's, it sounds like it's a legitimate website, but it is not. So we strongly advise people to avoid that website because they, they actually, when we first announced Hamilton a couple of years ago, they put up for sale a whole run of tickets for dates that were incorrect. And they took thousands of dollars of money from people. Wow. What a scam. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a good alert. So, Yeah. yeah. So, so the tickets are not on sale for that show yet, except uh, groups, groups of 20 or more can buy tickets. So you may see like, like there may be like a parks and rec group or a senior group or a friends and family group that may be selling tickets, but because they've ordered them through our group sales office and they're going to have one show. They're not going to have like a whole series of shows. Um, and I know that the Jewish Federation has a, uh, special, they're doing a big fundraiser event, I think on April 1st. So they also have tickets available right now. So, like there are some groups that have bought tickets, but there's not like anybody should be selling like a whole range of tickets for the show. And Scott, when is Evan Hansen playing? And that's here March 25th through April 5th. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, after Dear Evan Hansen um, is here, we uh, we have the color purple actually is coming to the Detroit or to Music Hall. Okay. Uh, and that will be at Music Hall April 21st the 26th yeah um, yeah, I'd love um to see actually that. yeah that was, so that, that we're excited to bring that show back that show was really really popular the last time it was here um and then uh april 22nd through the 26th at the opera house we have sting coming to town Ooh. yeah the last ship yeah Ooh. that's his, yeah. So, his production yeah he will be in the show um he's scheduled for every performance of that show at the opera house um, and tickets are on sale for that show right now. We're actually we're selling pretty well for being so far away. So, what is yeah, that, so that show, show about? What was that? What's the plot of that? So that show is sort of you know st- we brought Sting into town um, in the fall. We did a special uh, sort of sneak peek for the show with um, some of our subscribers and VIPs and he did a small concert and he did selections of the song, the show and there's a clip of that actually on our website um, on the the, the webpage for uh, The Last Ship on BroadwayDetroit.com and he talked about it sort of, I mean it's not autobiographical but it is about his experience growing up in Northern England and in a shipyard, in a in a town that made its living off of a shipyard and the the dying industry. And it's about, um, you know, Detroiters, I think you're going to, you know, um, really relate to the to show that, because yeah. it's, it's about like blue collar sort of unions yeah, okay. and gathering together and, um, sort of overcoming adversity together. Um, and then there's a love story thrown in there too. Oh. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's a good, so that's a, that's going to be here in and April. And he sings his way through this. Thing. He is. He plays the character Jackie White okay. in the show. Yeah, and then uh, in May we bring Beautiful back for two weeks over oh, Mother's Day, which Carol will be King. Carol King, yeah. yeah, great Mother's Day present. Well, that's a good idea um, for that show. That and had then, a great role. Um, and that's the Carol yeah. King musical. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, and then uh, we have a. There's a. It's not a Broadway in Detroit show, but. There is a kids show coming to the to the Fisher Theater um, in May May twentieth. It's a one night show, Wild Kratts Live, is a kids show that will be here at the Fisher. Oh, um, it's a PBS kids show. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. K 
K-R-A-T-T, yeah. Yeah. K-R-A-T-T-S, yep. And then, uh, and then, uh, tickets aren't on sale yet for this one, but they'll be going on sale in early 2020. Um, we have Summer, the Donna Summer musical, um, that will be here to open summer. A disco Um, musical. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And, uh, I got the chance to see that show, um, at its tour opening in Cleveland and it, it was so much fun. I, wasn't sure what to expect. I didn't know what what it would be, but it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a like a great telling of her story, which mm-hmm. I really didn't know yeah. um, very well. And um, they have three phenomenal women that play Donna Summer as young Donna, um, sort of they call her, um, uh, I can't remember, the, the young Donna, uh, middle-aged Donna, and diva donna and so you see her at three different uh sort of times in her life and the three actresses that play play them are phenomenal they're just so so wonderful is this going to be the same touring company you saw then it is yeah wow great yeah yeah so um yeah they're that sounds like a good one really a great show and then, um, yeah, and then right now, you know, for all of our shows, uh, we have gift certificates that are on sale on our website. That's a the nice box gift. Office. Yeah. Good Christmas yeah. gift for sure. Yeah. Great Christmas gifts. Um, and like for, for Dear Evan Hansen, which will go on sale next year in summer, um, people can buy gift certificates and give those to them. Um, for Dear Evan Hansen, because that's going to be such a popular show. Uh, we are recommending that if you have a Fisher Theater gift certificate and you want to use that to buy tickets, to come down to the box office when we announce the on sale because oh. it will be easier to use that at the window rather okay. than trying to use it through our website. Good idea. Because you can't redeem Fisher Theater or Broadway Detroit gift certificates on through Ticketmaster. Oh, they can only be redeemed okay. through us. All right. That sounds like a good idea. Do it's any of idea. these shows have uh, like online websites like Hamilton did, you know, with uh, that was that was a lot of fun with their you know their daily giveaways and their uh, oh. their quizzes and all of that. Um, and Anastasia, you know, has I, I get a lot of stuff from them about their uh, you know their their touring and uh, it's always interesting. Yeah, um, well, the the one that's doing the most, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> the one that's doing the most with that is actually Jeremy Hansen. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that will be doing an online lottery like oh. what Hamilton did. Okay, great, great, good. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, Dear Evan Hansen is the one that probably is the most um, with that sort of with the app and the website right. and all of that. But all the shows now have like Facebook pages and Instagrams, and uh, I know like a lot of them. Some of them are getting into doing TikToks. Which is oh, like yeah. the new con the yeah. new bangle thing the about kids are that. doing. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So all the shows are, are doing that kind of social media thing. And right, right now, um uh if I I'm sure it'll still be going on when when this is out into the world. Uh we have uh, twelve days of giveaways on our Facebook page that we've been doing through the Christmas season. So oh, okay. um, on our Broadway Detroit Facebook page we are doing giveaways through December twenty third. Um we'll be doing some Well people should check giveaways. that out. That, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. For sure. Well yeah. that and sounds then, yeah, yeah. So, Scott, that's a full you, schedule. You yeah. have a wonderful lineup. I'm I'm excited. Well, Amazing. And that's not even talking about what we're getting ready to announce oh, in January. Really? Oh, you're giving us with a our, clue, huh? With our uh our twenty 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 one season. Really? I can't give you any more clues than to say we're planning on announcing it in January if everything uh lines up correctly. But so it's we'll be gonna be big, that. right? It's gonna be big. Yeah, we're we're really oh, excited. Wow. Huh. Great. Good. Something to look forward to. And it'll be announced in January. Yeah. Oh. Is there anything you can announce for next year at all? Or I can't announce anything yet. Nothing no. yet. Nothing yet. <laughs> Nothing yet. Kept in yeah, suspense. Was, we're, we're, we're planning on having a day where we're going to announce. My, uh, my mind's so. running wild. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> what could it be? Great. Uh, well, everything is always, you know, the highest form of professional that comes through Broadway in Detroit. We're so lucky. We are lucky. Yeah. 
I Absolutely. mean, we get some amazing performance. And now we've got, you know, beautiful restored venues for oh. uh, for these performances. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's nice that you're going to the music hall for quite a few of these uh, performances. And yeah. Yeah, I, it's a good relationship. We'll be able to bring some shows that are a little bit too small for the Fisher Theater right, right. Um, to a stage. Yeah. And um, yeah, we did the uh, August Wilson's I loved um, Jitney. Jitney. I, I loved it, yeah. I really enjoyed that yeah. performance. Yeah, we the response that we got from our feedback from people who saw the show was really, really phenomenal. People, it, it was a master um, class in acting. I was so impressed. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, like, I think people were thinking that it was going to be a musical. It was like a small mm-hmm. tour, and I think mm-hmm. there were, like, the response that we got from people who saw the show, they were just blown away by the quality yes. of the performance and the set and the acting. And, you know, that's that's what we are focused on bringing is that kind of Broadway show and Broadway talent yeah. um, to Detroit. and. You know, with that show, we got the opportunity to have Ruben uh, Santiago Hudson right. uh, come in. He was directing the show, and then he um, did a Q&A talk with students at Wayne State, where he graduated from. Oh, so, great. Yeah, so we got to do that. It was a nice um, connection. Yeah. So we're trying to broaden some of the things that we do with the shows, too. Like, um, we're offering master classes with shows for students, so... We kind of we can't, nice. we're not really planning them too far in advance, but like as we get them, we'll be putting them on our website and announcing them on our social media. Okay. That we have a master class available for students to come and take and learn um, some skills from people who are in the shows. Makes sense to me. They're wow. your future theater goers. What a great you know? opportunity. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. yeah. And we're trying to do more things with the shows with our subscribers. So uh, exclusive subscriber opportunities to um, come down and either do a Q&A or hear from uh, some of the people in the show. When Come From Away was here, we were able to do a Q&A and a lunch with the former oh, mayor of Gander with our great. subscribers. Wow, what a nice so, extra. Oh, that's cool. that that's amazing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So our plan is to do more of those. And um, sometimes it's just we have to get the schedule right with the people in the show. But yeah. we're working. We're trying to do it. Great. Well, great talking to you, Scott, and always, always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, and such a, it, it, it's so exciting to hear about, you know, what's coming up, and you've gotten us excited already about next year, even though we don't know what's coming, <laughs> but uh, you made it sound very enticing, so uh, thank you for coming on the show again. Yeah, thanks so much, Scott. Oh. Well, thank you for having me. You're well, welcome. I look forward to talking to you guys again. Okay, right. bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, that does sound great. It does sound great. Yeah, you know, we, I just love hearing about... We, we are really lucky. We're that we very have, lucky. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's he does a great job of getting us enthused about what's... And, of course, they all sound great. And they all are great. You yeah. know, I mean, it's... It's top-notch talent. It I really mean, is. Yeah. You know, and the productions yes. are amazing. So, so but we're going to leave entertainment and kind of talk about the holidays today. Yeah, uh, yeah. we've been doing some exploring. We have. You and I uh, uh, made another one of our, yes. our little treks. Yes, together uh-huh. and apart. We've, you know, been checking <clears throat> yep. out some stuff. That's right. And uh, that is so much fun. You know, Detroit is changing so rapidly. Mm-hmm. So much is new and exciting and um, things happening downtown that people have no idea is happening. We're going to talk about some new things. We'll talk about some old things today. Right. right. And uh, where should we begin? I know. Why don't we start maybe with the parade? I know you mm-hmm. went to the parade this year. I did. You know, I hadn't been in a number of years. It was a, a family tradition. Um, I always took my boys from the time they were just little tykes, you know, and I I don't know how I actually did it because I'd be schlepping down to two uh, uh, 
ladders, aluminum ladders, and <laughs> oh, a board really? and everything, so they could set oh, up. Oh my gosh! I, don't, I was a. I you was went a, all out. I was a pack horse. You were a super dad. <laughs> so, but you know what? They their memories that they that's great have right to this day. So I wanted to do that with uh, with uh, my grandkids and. Uh, my granddaughter, uh, Laura, was in from um, Kalamazoo with her folks. So her dad and I um, took her down, and uh, she loved it. It was really fun. Um, we wound up find we, – we decided that rather than go right downtown, we would go more where the parade begins, up in the new center area or up in the uh, cultural, cultural center, center yeah. area. So um, we staked out a place. We found parking right on John R. Uh, in a, in the VA parking building, and uh, which no one was using on on Thanksgiving well, Day. That was great, and it was free. And um, so we walked over one block to Woodward, and uh, they had Forest Avenue blocked off, and so right adjacent to the barricade, we'd set up chairs and everything, and had a front row seat. And it really was was very cool. She she loved the floats. She loved. How old is your granddaughter? Uh, she's turning. She's going to be six. Oh, perfect day. Yeah, so it was perfect, and uh, it was a you know cold blistery day, oh, but it wasn't it was, raining. Yeah, or? no, no, it was it it, it wasn't raining, and and uh, it was great. So she she loved the big balloons. She loved all the people because you know they interact with the crowd and. Uh, Detroit has such a uh, – the whole Detroit parade. I mean it's one of the preeminent parades. Oh, yeah. Next to Macy's, it's the – It's a big it's parade. the second biggest parade. I remember when it was Hudson's parade. Oh, yeah. It was. And um, – you know, so so we had a we had a wonderful time, uh, as I told you on the way here. Uh, it was marred by a slight mishap. I'm kind of prone to those. Um, it, I went in to uh, use the restroom at the uh, historic and beautiful uh, First Congregational Church at Forest and Woodward, and. Um, as I was gawking around at the the gorgeous interior of the church, I tripped on a carpet Ooh. that was badly placed and went down like a ton of bricks oh, and right in the main uh, aisle and smashed my face and my uh, right side of my eye and and my left knee. And so oh, no. I was hobbling around. I'm just kind of getting over it now. <laughs> uh, the black and blue is gone. So that's how I spent my Thanksgiving. Oh. It was all black and blue and swollen, but... You know what? It it was fine. You Noth- lived. I lived. Nothing was broken. No major injury. And you know, uh, Laura's always kind of thrilled with all of my bruises and everything. Really? <laughs> she does a full body check every oh, time she sees so me. So anyway, uh, it it was it was great. And uh, the clowns she loved. There's you know the uh, the whole uh, clown crew, uh, which is you know people. Sign up for this. Volunteers, and thousands yeah. and thousands of volunteers wow. in wonderful costumes. I mean, they start the day after the parade. They start planning for the next oh year. Oh my gosh! And um, you know, the costumery and everything is just great. So it was almost like Mardi Gras. They were going around. Laura was uh, very, very cagey. You know, she she would uh, when she got a, a some bling a necklace or something, she put it down. <laughs> She'd put it in her pocket. So then the next clown that came along would say, oh, you need another bracelet. You Smart need another. little girl there. Yeah. So she came home just dripping with stuff. Oh. And uh, yeah, really, really had a nice time. Oh, she'll big, remember that. Yeah. So the, the, the parade has a, a really great history. It began in uh, 1924. With Hudson's? Uh, with Hudson's. And yeah. it was um, the, there, the, the, uh, prime window dresser and person that coordinated all of that. And if you remember, and any of our listeners remember, <clears throat> the old Hudson's had the most beautiful, gorgeous Fifth Avenue type displays yeah. of the windows. You know, We're just, talking JL Hudson. JL Hudson. Which was down on Woodward and was imploded. It was imploded. Sadly. Sadly, yes. Um, and is no more. And of course, the Dame Hudson. People still know it, but you know, there's no Hudson's you can go to. It was bought no. out by the Dayton Corporation right. in Minneapolis for a while, and then, 
you know, it yeah. uh, it disappeared. But um, but it's in everyone's memory. And, and, of course, they had this wonderful parade. It began the same year as the Macy's Parade. The very first was oh. Gimbel's in Philadelphia. Oh, really? In 1920. That huh. had, and the whole idea was, I mean, it was always a marketing thing. Yeah. You know, say, bring Santa, have Santa arrive. Right. And then install yes. him up in a toy department. Yes. And then bring thousands of kids down to see him. Yeah. And of course, buy toys. But uh, uh, Hudson's did it better than almost anyone, oh. you know, because they had their their whole toy land up on the twelfth floor, and it was I pre- still remember that it was it was a big deal to yes, go down there. Yeah, it was there. a huge yeah. big deal. Yeah. So anyway, this this guy was not only you know a marketing genius and uh, extremely artistic, but um, the this the window manager also. Um, he and his wife went on a trip to Europe, and he was so impressed with the parades and the giant figures and floats and, and uh, huge uh, papier-mâché figures that uh-huh. they had in Italy, oh. in Venice, and in one of the hilltop villages that yeah. became known for their annual parades. And um, so he actually decided to bring that to Detroit, oh. and he had them made by the master – um, paper you know, mache paper mache artist? artist in this town. Wow! And he made them all. In fact, we're still using them. There's a whole crew of people that every year, you know, patch them up and oh and uh, kind of repaint Is them. Is that and the everything. parade company? That... Yeah, the parade company yeah. is, is now. And but they're using the original ones. That is incredible. From Italy. Oh, I, I mean, some that. of them are are going on a hundred years old. Wow! And of course, over the years, they've they've made ones that are specific to Detroit, so that you have. Sparky Anderson, you have Rosa Parks, oh. you have uh, Coleman and Young, oh, you have um, Joe Lewis, you yeah. have Diana Ross, you have people that had big Detroit connections, you know, oh, that would be great. instantly recognizable, sports figures, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's and it's wonderful to see them bobbing along, you know. They used to, the ones in Europe were like, Almost three stories tall. Wow. They had to have like a couple people inside them. Uh, they couldn't do that here. They had to make them shorter because, of course, we had trolley lines oh. back in the 20s, 30s, yeah. and they had to clear those. And, you know, over the years, there's been, um, it was immediately popular, but I mean, it'd be, you know, it was just surged. Uh, they had, they suspended it during, uh, three years in World War II the because they needed, you know, they, they had to recycle everything and, uh. They needed the paper. Yeah. Yeah. They the needed the paper <laughs> and the rubber and the balloons and yeah, all of that stuff. Uh, but then, you know, when it came back, um, as almost a celebration of the end of the war, like the armistice, it was, they had a, a huge parade oh. in 1945 and 200,000 people showed up. Uh, it reached its peak of over a million uh, in in the 90s. And I dare say it's probably that high now. I yeah. mean, a lot of people go down. There's been a few like real kind of interesting, uh, funny mishaps over the years. Uh, my favorite was when Chilly Willie broke loose. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Giant balloon and... <laughs> He cruised out over the Detroit River and floated all the oh way up gosh. to Lake St. Beyond Lake St. Clair. Oh my gosh. And they finally corralled him on Walpole Island oh, up in the St. Clair River. Funny. <laughs> yeah. And you know he they was trying to escape. Right, right. <laughs> Originally they had uh the carts pulled by uh horses uh-huh. from the Detroit Creamery Company oh. and everything, but that could be problematic. One uh a uh, team of horses got spooked and kind of ran amok and uh, not only wrecked the float they were pulling, but also they wrecked a whole gas station. Oh, no. So the next year they decided they would have Hudson's employees um, actually man the floats. Uh-huh. But this year, you know, there's so many personnel that are involved. Yeah. Because every float has all these people that go along with it with mm-hmm. all these figures and everything. And um, they had a Motown one. They had jazz in Detroit. They always have uh, one that's made by kids. It's sort of a contest oh, uh, every fine. year. Yeah. Uh, they had a giant um, Kung Fu Panda. You know, it, it 
really was colorful and exciting and wonderful. I mean, it's it's a tremendous tradition. Um, my son Jeff, uh, who's a saxophonist, um, w- uh, actually played on WDIV, which hosted the parade uh, or broadcast it. They uh, he actually performed uh, in the middle of Woodward mm-hmm. in the uh, pre-parade oh, uh, thing. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun, and it's uh, really dear to our family. So I may get up the nerve to go down again. Hopefully Good I won't you, break anything. You Good know? for you. Yeah, but the parade is a uh, 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 must-participate thing every year in Detroit. It, it's a wonderful tradition for sure. So, yeah, you and I took the bus down um, a couple weeks ago, our favorite Bast bus that we mm-hmm. catch at Somerset and take down for right. the Grand And they, you know. they doubled those, by the way, um, oh. for the parade. Oh, that was so, nice. And they started like at 6 in the morning. Oh, so they were good idea. They had massive amounts of uh, transportation We love available. taking that bus. And we love that it costs us 50 cents 50 to get down cents. there. It's the best deal We don't going. have to drive. We don't have to park. Right. We just jump on the bus. And we did have to wait a little bit. For our return bus home, but we lived through it. It wasn't that bad. We had a little bench there that we waited on. Right. And we did some exploring. Uh, We went to the winter markets, which is, um, I guess this is their third year now for Mm -hmm. these winter markets. And they are wonderful. They are, um, it's a group of little glass huts that are heated Right um, on Cadillac Square. Yeah. And which is right next to Campus Martius, right, you mm-hmm. know, off Woodward there. And they've got quite a few of the huts and they offer a lot of Detroit made products. Yeah, a lot of handcrafted things, uh, kind of unusual, usually pretty high end stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, toiletries and soaps and things food, that. Food, jewelry. Yeah. Um, Textiles. Where did we go? We candies. went to the Dutton Farm, which is actually out in Oakland Township. Right. And they had soaps, handcrafted soaps, mm-hmm. and um, all kinds of different things from uh, Dutton Farm. And uh, it's, and then at the end of the winter market is Cadillac Lodge, right. which um, wasn't open when we were there, but I've been in it. Uh, I was in it last year. Oh, it's me too. That's such a nice place. It's so fun. It's, it's like huge. It, uh, imagine like a, a big kind of greenhouse, and inside it's colorful. Along one side is a, a wonderful bar with all kinds of craft drinks and and uh, things on tap and hot chocolate and stuff for all ages. And then the rest of it is. Um, like big, oversized, comfy furniture. Kind of like and, little seating uh, yeah, areas. Yeah, seatings, uh, furniture groupings. Yes. Coffee tables. Rugs, coffee tables, yeah. and, games. And as they've done in a lot of downtown, it's so, so smart. Um just providing tons of games and hang hand on things. Oh yeah, my hands favorite. on things, board games, yeah. giant, giant Jenga. Jenga. My favorite. Know? I love that. Yeah. So it's it's very family. Little Christmas trees everywhere. Well, yeah. big Christmas trees everywhere. Yeah, very pro family. Um, yeah. Uh, well heated inside. Just real, real cozy. Yeah, I guess they even have s'more kits. Uh, that you can use on those fire pits uh, that are outside of Cadillac. That's Lodge a great too. concept. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they've also got carriage rides in that spot too mm-hmm. every Friday and Saturday from 6 p.m. till midnight. I guess, you know, that, that sounds beautiful. Yeah. And, and let's not forget also Campus Martius. Now it's become really the, uh, the, the uh, kind of the hub. Uh, the really meeting is. place at downtown and, uh, you know, um, following after Rockefeller Center, only even a little bigger, we've got a wonderful skating rink. It's very popular. Know? Yeah. Skate um, rentals. Yeah. And so uh, there's that. The uh, the big tree lighting was right after right, we were there. Right there. Yeah. It was uh, November 16th. Beautiful Douglas fir that they brought down from You know what north. I like about Campus Marshes too? You've really got your – 
pick of different restaurants to go to if you're down there. Yeah. I mean, you've got Park, which is right in Campus Martius, but and that's you know very fancy and very nice. But then you've got you know uh uh she uh what is it? That burger and shake place, Shake Shack, Shake Shack, yeah. right? Shake yeah. Shack. Right. I finally thought of the name. Right. And, uh, my favorite, the Grand Trunk Pub, which is yeah. so cute and cozy. Yeah, you you took me on a tour of a that. Former and I remember train yeah, ticket that, station. That is so cool there. Yeah, it's really nice, and you know, it seems like a new restaurant opens every then day. Right around in that the corner, area. you and I uh, that day went to uh, the Dime Store, oh, which great. I think is a wonderful. Breakfast brunch place, you and know. That building, that lobby has been redone. Isn't that gorgeous? It yeah. is just gorgeous. We have so many beautiful, like, lobby areas in the city now that we I never know. had before. That's well, a dime, really The Dime one. Building one was one of the classic Chicago. Um, it was built by Daniel, or designed by Daniel Burnham. The, the great Chicago architect from the early part of the 20th century. So it's one of our early skyscrapers and, um, you know, right on Griswold. And they've done a fabulous restoration of the lobby, you know. It's beautiful. It really is. Soaring ceiling, skylight. Yeah. You we know? had a great lunch at the dime store. And mm-hmm. then we stopped at Bon Bon Bon, the yeah. candy store. Yeah. And we were just talking about this. Those candies they're chocolate candies each one of them is a work of art they're produced in hamtramck they are beautiful <clears throat> and they are handmade i mean you you couldn't make this by machine oh my gosh they are so i've never seen yeah. anything no. like not it. only are they delicious but they are um you know the thinnest uh, dark chocolate, oh, yeah. and they make little boxes out of it and yeah. stuff it with little confections, uh, handmade that look like all sorts of different things. And they, they're decorated, yeah. And they're decorated. They, it, yeah, I mean, like the s'mores candy had like the tiniest minuscule marshmallows on top of I know, it. I know. You know, and kind of a, a bluish glaze on the candy. And then, uh, I got, uh, birthday cake for my grandkids and the top of that was all sprinkles and of course mm-hmm. when they saw those sprinkles you know those teeny tiny mm-hmm. little super colorful sprinkles they're like i want this one and, <laughs> and, and that, s- some of them are infused with uh, oh, yeah. fabulous liqueurs you know oh absolutely i yeah. think I, we got the bourbon yeah. one and yeah. there was a chili chocolate chili chocolate oh, that was good yes yeah. i mean they're just amazing right but so yeah there's a lot and i would really love to go down for a carriage ride. Um, I guess the carriage rides are every Friday and Saturday night through December 28th okay. from 6 until midnight, uh, $10 a person, $40 for a group. Um, each ride lasts 15 to 20 minutes and takes you on a whimsical spin through the city. It sounds great. Cool. Yeah, you yeah. cannot make... Uh, Advanced registration, so you just kind of have to go and show up. And, right. But right. what a fun thing to do. That would be fun. Yeah, I've seen them uh, kind of going around town along with the, um, the you know, the bicycle bars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's quite in the same class. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always look a little bit crazy. Yeah, it's exactly. usually a very loud group on those right. bicycle bars. I think that's maybe more of a summer thing. But. I think so. It <laughs> might. So, Ed, you know, when you and I were down, I think not this last trip at the time before, we went into this beautiful large space at the 1001 Woodward Building. Um, and when we were there, and I guess in the past, they had a roller rink there. It's kind of mm-hmm. a constantly changing, evolving space. It's a bedrock building. Yes, right. And when we were there, there was a beautiful display about parks and development in the city that we found very, very interesting. Right. But right now is um, a pop-up community space called The Story. It's free. It's open to the public. Uh, there's a cafe with Wi-Fi, tables for working, beverages, um, sofas and chairs for lounging, and an area for kids to craft. Wow. How fun. That is. 
And um, you can also write postcards. Choose from nine different designs by Detroit artists. Put them in a box for mailing. Uh, the aesthetic of this whole design is the Danish concept of huga, which translates to cozy. A winter theme with a white, gray, and blue color palette. Uh, curated music and a seasonal scent. Created by Candlemaker Detroit Wick. Sounds perfect. How fun. Yeah. I mean, everything they've put in there has been interesting. It's we love that display. That yeah. display was wonderful because that, that was like a jumping off point for all the different cool ideas oh. that were going on we citywide, not just downtown, but in the neighborhoods too. You know, and they had they had architects' plans, um, sculptural plans, you know, landscaping plans, uh, all the things that were going to uh, be um, projects that they hoped to make. Many of them already started or well into completion. Uh, you know, along the riverfront, out yeah. in the neighborhoods, at the parks, and um, it it was just. Exciting to see all that. It's so, so nice. I think they want to make this a, a real community space or a place just to kind of have some experiential fun thing. Yeah. Like when they filled it up with, uh, with um, you know, balls like they have at the McDonald's. Right. Uh, and, and the kids, ball pit. Yeah. The ball pit and kids could just jump in, you know, or they had the roller rink. You know how cool it is. It is that? a really big space too. It is. It's in it's, the it, it's in the building that was originally the standard federal building, right? And uh, it was on prime real estate. It's uh, it's it's not like it, it's kind of classical modern architecture. It's right. uh, you know the international style building, but this is in a big soaring kind of three story high space right. that's all windows. Yeah, it's out floor on, to, ceiling to floor windows framed hmm. by. Black granite columns. Right. And, right. you know, uh, I haven't been there at night, but, you know, we were there during the day, which is wonderful because it's sunny and bright mm-hmm. and inviting. But I guess it in the evening, it is just gorgeous because all the lights from Campus Marshes oh, yeah. come in and flood the looking space. Looking in and looking out. It would yeah. be very neat. Right. And now it's open every day, except on holidays, from 9 a.m., to 6 p.m. through January 3rd. Okay. So if you're downtown and if you've got kids, they've got the crafts. Sure. What a great little spot yeah. to sit and relax. Yeah. And a block south, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, they had just uh, kind of uh, done a art installation. There's a skyway, a, uh, that a skywalk way up about 20 floors up that goes between the uh, Yamasaki building that's down yeah. on uh, the former gas building down on uh, Jefferson and and uh, Woodward that goes across and connects with the Guardian building. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, some an artist um, has wrapped that in lights and um, computerized it. So there's this whole light display oh, wow. flashing across that that's constantly changing. How fun. So, you know, you, as you're just, you know, either driving by underneath yeah. or just walking by, you lock up and you see this light show, you know, 20 floors up. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's amazing. really fun. Yeah, you know, I think I encourage everyone to get downtown during the holidays. Um, there's a lot to see. A lot of times, you know, you don't, quite know where to begin, but start at Campus Martius, hit the story. Um, you can also go down to the Cultural Center. Uh, I took my family down to the Detroit Institute of Arts over the holiday. That sounded like And fun. we had a wonderful time. Um, you know, check their schedule. They've usually got something for family activities around the holidays. We were lucky enough to go on a day where they had a puppet show and I was telling Ed uh, just a few minutes ago, this was the most amazing puppet show I'd ever seen. It was in um, a special lecture hall, which was actually an auditorium with a stage and seats. And we got there a little bit early and managed to nab some front row seats. And, you know, the whole thing was free. And I had my two grandchildren who were quite young there three and five, but they were completely engaged by this beautiful puppet show. It was marionettes, and it was about an hour long. The kids 
were totally engaged the entire time. And there were lots of little kids there, uh, older kids. It lasted about an hour. After the puppet show, which was Pinocchio, the puppeteers came out. We could actually see them um, during the performance, uh, kind of manning the, the marionettes. But they came out and kind of explained that they're a touring company, a man and his wife and their um, son, and they travel around and they make their own puppets by hand, kind of a whole old world technique. This was just a wonderful, wonderful free event at the Detroit Institute of Arts. Afterwards, everyone was invited to go make a puppet. Um, they also had free family tours that day going on. We opted to go to the cafe, um, which is one of my favorite places in the city of Detroit. That cafe in the lower level of the Detroit Institute of Arts is... The Kresge Court, you mean, The right? Kresge Court is just one of the most beautiful it's so spots. Cool. They built the, um, you know, they they built the uh, the Art Institute around this open space. It is. And I think maybe at one time it was open to the elements and then they Kinda covered it. Kind of looks like it, yeah. They, and then they covered it uh, at, with a large glass canopy. And But the, the really cool thing is I was told by um, a docent down there that the four different walls in the Kresge Court in, in that open air uh, cafe are all different period styles of Italian architecture. Oh. Right. So 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 there it's like Renaissance and Gothic and oh. you know, so you can see interesting different details. It's just so rich down there. And they've put in wonderful, comfortable, contemporary furniture, oh, the furniture that you sink is into. And again in little groupings. Yes. I mean, th that's a theme now in Detroit is to make things more walkable and more usable. For people, instead of big barren spaces, yeah. things where you can really like talk and converse yeah. and and contemplate, you know. So uh, I love it too. It's my favorite spot. Oh, it really is. And you know, you can order, uh, you know, something that we had hot chocolate, mm -hmm. and yeah. but you can also get lunch there and sandwiches. I think they have soup and charcuterie and things mm -hmm. like that. And they also have a whole kind of table of books that you're welcome to grab and, you know, history books and things about the museum. Right. You could spend the whole day and just in that little cafe there. <laughs> it is just a wonderful – I remember I took my older grandchildren there a couple years ago and I asked them, you know, the three of them, you know, what part of the museum is your favorite part? You know, do you like the – the knights, you know, up mm -hmm. on the in the gallery upstairs, or the Diego Court, or or the more contemporary art, or you know, just anything. And my, they said we like the cafe. The cafe that was their favorite <laughs> part of the whole. And you know, it it's almost my favorite part of the museum too. It's just so pretty. Right, it really is. Um, yeah, and they and they their programming is so good at the DIA now. You know, it's amazing. Uh, and so there, I think I mentioned before that for Day of the Dead, we took our granddaughter down and we made sugar skulls. That is you know, great. ofrendas for yeah. uh, uh, that we decorated, and uh, she had a ball with that. We had a ball too. You know? Yeah, they are. <laughs> I, you know, I think they really want families to come down there. Yeah. So they've got a big, enormous craft area space, and they've always got something different going on there. Right. I also love their gift shop. Their gift shop is amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a great place to go Christmas shopping. To That's tell right. You the truth. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, if you are. Uh, um, uh, a member of the DIA, you know, you contribute to it. Uh, you get a, uh, a really nice discount at the gift shop. So, yeah. yeah. And it's for, for Macomb, Wayne, and Oakland County residents. The DIA is free. Yeah, right. There's no charge to get in. Right. Which was a millage yeah. vote a few years yeah. ago. Compare that to uh, uh, other art museums around the country, which can run anywhere from 15 to $30, yeah. you know. Just to get in. To get in. And uh, no, it's free for, for the tri-county residents. Um, I, I will never, and, and at whatever point they do need to seek a millage, I will never 
deny that because that is such a cultural jewel and so important to our our whole regional area. You know, if anyone has not gone there even lately, go. I urge them. That's right. And, you know, and outside, there's we've talked about this before. They've made uh, lots of plans. We're going to be seeing things changing to make uh, the whole cultural center um, more cohesive and easier to get around. Again, walkability. Um, yeah, because we've got the library right across the street. The we've be- got the yeah. Science Museum. We've got right. the African American Museum. Museum. We've got Wayne State University. Yes. The Scarab Club, Center yeah. for Creative Studies. Everything is right yeah. there. I mean, it truly is a cultural right. center. And, you know, one of the big – we're talking about holidays. One of the big things that they have every year is Noel Night. I didn't make it down. To I that didn't this either. Year, but you know, I think it was very successful. Yes. And uh, I think they the uh, where they they end up with uh, a huge sing along with the uh, Detroit Salvation Army Band. I think they've moved that to the Wayne State campus where they have a, a big open area that they could do that. Right. Uh, and all of the cultural institutions are open and have special programming. Oh, you know, so it's very, very family oriented. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a wonderful, wonderful place. Yeah, um, yeah. I when we were there, I I could have stayed even longer. They were showing um, Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times at oh, the fun. film theater. That would yeah. have been great. Yeah, to stay and see. That's another one of my favorite spots in the city. Is that. Um, the, the the film theater there and their cafe up. Yes, I'm big the on Crystal cafes. Gallery. Oh my gosh, the Crystal Gallery is so beautiful. <laughs> it is. If, it's another jewel. It is a total jewel. It is just soaring, gorgeous ceilings with gilded walls. It's in huge, enormous arched windows. It is such a beautiful spot. I wanted to mention one other thing, and just on on uh, going back on. You know, memory trip. Um, and I think that you went there as a kid. We've talked about it. Um, there was an th- uh, uh, institution uh, in Detroit, uh, Dearborn actually, called the Ford Rotunda. Do you remember that? Yes. Did your I family do. ever go there? Uh, it, it I think actually, so. Yeah. It Vague actually, memories. It, it actually only lasted for nine years. Ah. People forget that, but it's such a part of our generation's memory. Uh, and people, you know, they can they can go in, through Dearborn and see Rotunda Drive. Well, what's that? What's the Rotunda? Well, the Ford Rotunda was um, it was in Chicago, and it was uh, built by Ford for their Century of Progress exhibition, and designed by um, Albert Kahn. You know, his We've his great about architect. Him before, yes. And unlike most of the things that Kahn was known for. He made something totally different for Ford, a huge ex- exhibition space like um, concentric gears, uh, okay, the whole uh, industrial Ford thing. It also looked a little bit like a giant uh, wedding cake. Yeah. And uh, it was beautiful. It was all in white. So um, Edsel Ford, his son who we've talked about, uh, talked his dad into moving it after the exhibition to Dearborn. Okay, and uh, to to show uh, things you know about some of their innovations and have it as an exhibition hall. Uh, well, in um, nineteen fifty nine, I think fifty three. Excuse me, in nineteen fifty three, they decided to do a whole makeover, and with that, they started this thing called the the uh, that they where they had a Christmas show, and it was magnificent. Uh, they had all kinds of animatronic um, uh, scenes, you know, Ooh. elves, uh, this is toys, vaguely coming trains. back to me. Yeah, they had like a festival of dolls that then they would give right. away from dolls from all around the world. Uh, of course, the big thing was going to see Santa, and there was a big futuristic ramp that the kids went up to meet with Santa. Uh, they had a, a a huge chapel that they built inside, and um, in fact, the the uh, Michigan diocese and the different religious organizations usually they didn't want anything open on Sunday, but they made an exception oh. for the Ford Rotunda. There you go. Uh, uh, 
you know, cathedral yeah. because it was spiritual and beautiful. And a family and, activity. Uh, they installed an organ, and they would yeah. have uh, they would have um, you know choral groups come in and sing. Know. You know, it it was really a big deal and kind of awesome. Um, and unfortunately, it only lasted nine years because in 1961, 62. There was uh, this flash fire uh, from some roofing material, and the whole thing burned down. Oh, this so is the tragic! Four, and, and of course, there it, it, was no—they couldn't really revive it. Yeah. So, but it's like this encapsulated thing that anyone you know of from our generation always will remember the Ford Rotunda. Oh. So even then, as in now, yeah. there were lots of things to do at the holidays. Oh, absolutely. In Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd just like to mention, you know, now that we have this hotel district of these beautiful new hotels mm-hmm. downtown, most of them are decorated for the holidays. Um, and they invite people to just come and sit in the lobbies. Shinola has said they want to be Detroit's living room. That's right. They've got a living room that you can't imagine. It is so beautiful. And it was all decorated. And when I stopped in just recently, they had... Um, a piano and singers singing Christmas music. It was just lovely. We Ed and I also went over to the David Whitney building, which mm-hmm. is the home of Aloft Hotel, right. Uh, right on Woodward, and it is decorated for Christmas. And it's that was one of the magical. first magnificent uh, renovations and and restorations of of the downtown Detroit. Buildings. Absolutely magical. Yeah. And then you did a sketching thing there, right? Yes, we had an urban sketching. Uh, meet up there. That's which is right. A great spot because that that uh, architecture is just beautiful. It really it is very it's, serene. It's, it's very pretty. So yeah, I think this is it for Comeback City today. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us on our journey into Detroit's past, present, and future. And uh, we invite you all to explore the Comeback City, especially during the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs>